Did you ever think you were made it? I feel I'm so close I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to haters. How they run, homie? Look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. You ever wonder why we hate setbacks? Why you and I, why we as human beings cannot stand? being publicly humiliated or losing in front of our peers, family members, and even worse than that, worse than that. You ever notice what it does to us right afterwards? We kind of go back and we kind of settle down and we kind of don't want to try it again because we're not good at it. And in reality, anything we do for the first time, we're not good at, so we don't want to do it a second or third or a fourth or a fifth or a hundredth time. Look what happened this weekend was a lesson that happened to me years ago with my dad, but I want to share with you what happened this week in my son. So we're up there, we take him to ski lessons, my seven-year-old, my six-year-old, and my six-year-old's going up, he's taking ski lessons, he does a great job. The next day we take him on the mountains and they're going down and at this crazy place, they're going down the sled and they're jumping and there's these jumps and all this other stuff. So one of the ones, he says, push me. So my brother-in-law pushes my son and he's just flying, he's going fast, all of a sudden he hits the jump and then it flips and he can't control it. Bam, hits his head on the ground, okay? And my son, when he has a painful experience, he jumps up and down and he's just screaming. He's not the one that wants you to hug him. He jumps up and down because he's so angry with the pain, right? So we look up, there's blood on the uh, ground. He's bleeding, his lip is swollen, he's bleeding hardcore. So I take him to the car. I say, come on, man, let's go to the car. We go to the car. My brother-in-law goes and grabs paper towel. He comes, I take my uh, uh, beanie out and I'm putting it on his lip. And he's in tears. And I say, hey, by the way, look at my daughter right there. Look at this. She's right there. Look at my baby little girl wants to come out with her daddy. Come on, Senna. Come out here. Come out here. Tell this story. Let's close the door while I'm telling this story. But come out and join me. Okay. Can I say hello to everybody? Say, hello. Hello. Okay. So he's bleeding. Come here, baby. He's bleeding. And we're sitting in the car. And then all of a sudden it's done. But he's still like not happy about it. And he's shaking a little bit. I said, okay, let's go back on the mountain. He says, no. I said, we're going back on the mountain. He says, no, I'm not going back on the mountain. Dylan, we're going back on the mountain. Daddy, I'm not going back on the mountain. So finally I said, Dylan, you gotta get back on the mountain. And I reminded him of a story of what happened one time when his sister fell in the pool right in front of him and we were all there, but he panicked. And then he panicked himself and he didn't want to get in the pool and I had to keep him in the pool one time for an hour and a half from the moment it happens for his fear to go away. So I reminded him of that. I said, do you remember that? He says, I do. I said, how good of a swimmer are you today? He said, I'm a very good swimmer. I said, in this moment, you and I have to go face this publicly humiliating loss that we just had, a setback, a painful experience, and you're not hurt to the point where you can't do it. And you trust your daddy because I would never put you in a situation that's gonna be bad for you. He says, I do, daddy. I said, let's get back up there. Take him up there. He's nervous, he's not happy about it. We put him up again, we push him down. He goes through it, goes through jump, and then all of a sudden, forgets about it. Next thing you know, he's out there doing it again for the entire time, and he's okay. How did I start this video? I said, do you ever wonder how we don't like setbacks and public humiliating loss in front of our peers and family members, and we don't like to do things for the first time? You know, sometimes when we are raised in overly protective families, typically a mother, that's overprotective, sometimes a father that's overprotective. That habit of what happens in that moment, while our parents think they're doing the noble thing, 
because they're loving us and they're protecting us. And immediately they're taking us away from that setback or the experience that we had that was humiliating. They're actually teaching a long-term habit of throwing in the towel and giving up while we're in pain. They're not doing it intentionally. Like parenting doesn't come with a manual. The only reason I did this with my kids is because I remember one time with my dad while I'm in Iran, my dad wouldn't let my mom come to the park with us because every time she would come to the park with us, if I fell down or something happened to me, she would panic and we would panic because she's a mother. She wants to protect her kids. So one day we're at a park and I'm going around the track. All these kids are on bicycles and I'm going around the track and I'm going around the track and I told my dad, I want to go the opposite way. He says, no, you can't go the, I said, dad, I'm going to go the opposite way because it seems faster when people pass you by. He says, you're going to get hit. I said, dad, I'm not going to get hit. I'm like seven, eight years old. He says, if you get hit, I'm not going to do nothing for you because I told you don't do this. He says, don't worry about that. I'm okay. So I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. This one kid is coming around. He's waving at his dad. He doesn't see me. So he's coming straight at me. Wham! I hit the kid. I fly off the bike. I hit the ground and the cement is the rough cement in Iran. And I'm bleeding all over the place. I mean, just blood all over the place. And that kid is crying. His mommy and daddy come up to me and I, what's wrong with you, kid? Why would you go this way? Where are your parents? Where is your mom and dad? And I'm looking around and I'm not crying. Here's why I'm not crying. I'm looking around and I look at my dad and I point at my dad. I said, my dad's right over there. And my dad's pointing at the water faucet, at the, what do you call it, the hose. He says, go wash up. And I'm looking at him to see what his reaction is. He has zero reaction. So I'm like, okay, then it must not be that big of a deal. This is like normal, this kind of stuff happens. I went up, I washed my face, washed my hands, washed my elbows, came back. He says, so which way do you want to go now? I said, I think I'm going to go the way you told me to go. Then I wonder why I went and I enjoyed the rest of my time. But the moral of the story is, look, the next time you're doing a sales call, or an appointment, or you're doing something for the first time in the world of business and it's scary and you did a massive mistake and it's your first mistake and it's humiliating, it's embarrassing, get back on the mountain again. Get back on the mountain again. You have to get back on the mountain again. In that moment, don't even let a day go by without you getting back on that mountain again. If you have a bad call, make 50 more calls. If you have a bad appointment, go do three more appointments. If you have a bad presentation, go do three more immediately right afterwards to make sure that doesn't stay with you where five, 10, 15, 20 years down the line, you're gonna look back and say, the only reason I didn't make it to where I'm at right now is because I'm afraid of losing and I'm afraid of the first publicly humiliating experience I have anytime I do something for the first time. So before you become great, you must be good. Before you become good, you're bad. And before you're bad, you're terrible. So it's okay, you just gotta go through the phases and be patient with yourself. But face the loss, it's normal, we all go through it. And eventually become very good at it. I remember in 04 when the first time I came here to Lake Tahoe, I was broke, had nothing to my name, and uh, but I had a dream. And I sat in a cabin with a few, few of our friends and we went up the mountain and all I thought about to myself is, we're gonna take over the world one day. You know, people have no idea how much fire is in my belly. At the time, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I can't wait for all this stuff that I want to become a reality. 04 is what, 15, 16 years ago? I was a 25-year-old, 24-year-old kid with a dream and uh, didn't know if it was going to happen or not, but I wanted to become a reality and eventually it did. 
Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Biddavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.